0: Okay, I'm just going to pray for Chloe, and um, then we're going to listen to what Chloe's got to share with us. So, Father God, I pray that you once again fill Chloe with your Holy Spirit. We pray that everything that she says comes directly from you. We thank you for um, this Christmas time and all that Chloe has felt um, you want her to say this morning. So, we just pray peace on her as she shares with us, and we pray that your love pours through Chloe's words. Amen. Oh, Amen. Thank you, Rosie. Oh, it feels exciting to be in church today obviously always exciting to be in church, but particularly. So hi, I'm Chloe. I'm uh, a member of the congregation here today. um, And also one of the kids church leaders. I'm not going to take too long. I realize it's the Sunday before Christmas. Everyone has got lots of things they want to be doing. But actually, I felt like God wanted me to take some time amongst the busyness uh, to be still, and remember what Christmas is all about, to coin a cheesy Christian phrase, the reason for the season. So a few months ago, a few of us met to plan Christmas for BCC, and there were two words or pictures that came up. For anyone who doesn't you know, talk to God regularly and doesn't know what that means, it's not a weird thing that God gives us words and pictures. It's actually God communicating with us and it's things that he wants us to share with the people around us. So I'm gonna unpack them a little bit today. Um, there's a clue there as to what might be coming. There's not gonna be a huge amount on the PowerPoint. I don't like PowerPoint. So um, the first word was the word gift. Um, we're gonna get many gifts this season, hopefully. Uh, some might be good. Some might be bad, my mum got a uh, bag last year that still makes us giggle because it is the least un-mum thing she's ever had. I'm really hoping for fluffy socks. I need some more fluffy socks, hint to my husband at the top there. Uh, But that might not be what you're hoping for. But the gift that we actually really want to celebrate this Christmas or every Christmas, um, it's not earned and it's not given out of loyalty or tradition. It was God giving us us, um, his son who came to Earth as a baby, called Jesus or Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Jesus is the ultimate example of love. And those of us who believe in him strive to reflect his example every single day. But a Christmas, when it's busy and stressful, that can be a bit hard. There are many words to describe God's love in the Bible, and some of them are gonna appear on the screen now. Lovely. Um, It's really difficult to sum up in just one word how amazing God's love is, so that's why there are so many words. Um, But if we look at some of the words, it's compassionate, unfailing, gracious, slow to anger, patient, good, kind, it does not envy, And that doesn't always ring true at Christmas of ourselves. We might be looking at the perfectly decorated Christmas tree with all the presents around it on someone's social media page and feel a little bit envious because our tree doesn't look that good. We might find it difficult to be patient with our child who wants to open all their presents and play with all the toys whilst we're wrestling a massive turkey that maybe is slightly too big for the oven. Not that uh, your children would know anything about that, Adam and Gina. (laughs) And, or we might find it really hard when we're at our in-laws and their traditions aren't the same as ours. And we have to try and slot in. We might find it really hard to be kind to them. In-laws, if you're listening, obviously not gonna be a problem for us. So how can we reflect Jesus this Christmas? Your mind might be running wild thinking, have you bought everything? Have you put bread sauce on the shopping list? It's a little reminder for any of you. And, you know, where's everybody gonna sleep? But don't, but take time to be in the presence of God. You might not be able to do lengthy Bible studies. You might not be going to masses of prayer meetings, but make sure you put God in the center. Could you put some worship music on whilst you're cooking the Christmas dinner? Could you start the day with a reminder of God's love? A lot of the words I chose earlier came from the passage in 1 Corinthians, which you may be very familiar with, either from reading your Bible or from wedding services. What I sometimes like to do is take out that word love and replace it with I. So I am patient. I am kind. And it's amazing the difference it can change in your mindset. You thank God before that you sit down to eat your dinner. He's thanking God for your presence because all of that goodness comes from him. Are you making time to attend church? There is a service here on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, so there's still time. And maybe you could bless someone. Maybe you could surprise a neighbor with a gift. I know, you know, money is tight for everybody, but let's be a blessing. Let's give generously this Christmas. And the second word we had was about light. I love anything twinkly and shiny. I'm a bit of a magpie, really. Um, So I love the Christmas lights this time of year. Um, As a family, we've been going out and seeing them. My little boy loves walking in the dark at the moment, and sometimes we'll just take the dog out. But with all the lights, we've been going around our neighbourhood and looking at all the different lights that are up. And it's so lovely to see our community lit up. But the light that God put in (laughs) in our picture was the star of Bethlehem which we learned about in the nativity story. It's the light that guided the wise men to Jesus so he could be celebrated. And I saw a picture of that shining above this building. And actually, those two words are connected. If we think about how light is represented in the Christingle, if we'd been less risk-averse, we'd have actually had a candle, that's the traditional thing, but I wasn't mixing candles and children. Um, if we think about the candle, what we could have done is started down here with Dave, he could have had his candle and lit the next candle and, uh, and so on and so on and so on, until the whole room was lit up. And that's how we spread God's love. We can bless someone, they can go on to bless somebody else, and so on and so on, until there are blessings all around. I was actually reminded again of the picture that God had given me. Um, I was at my home church where I grew up and we were singing a song called House of Miracles. And I felt God was saying to me, every home is gonna be a house of miracles this Christmas. Some of the words in the song are, this is a house of worship. This is a place of praise. We bring everything to the feet of Jesus come alive in the name of Jesus, and I truly believe this Christmas, if we make our homes places of worship and bring everything to Jesus, they will be houses of miracles, and God's light will shine in our towns. The world feels quite dark at the moment. I was listening to the radio earlier in the week, and the main radio presenter commented that the newsreader was able to sound really quite jolly amongst stories of war, Death, debt, and slightly dodgy politics. And actually, as Christians, when we have light and love from Jesus, we acknowledge the bad, and we can feel anger. We can feel sad. We can feel grief. Of course we can. They're human emotions, and we're humans. But we also have joy, and we have hope, and all the other words that we used earlier to describe God's love. Because we know there's a bigger plan. We know someone else is in control. I mean, thank goodness I'm not in control of this world because it would be a mess. Um, and we know that this world isn't our final destination. And we're so thankful for that. I'm going to close in prayer in a minute and we're going to do another Lights Out worship song. But maybe for some people, you're hearing this for the first time or maybe you've heard it Moses of times before, but God's just touching your heart again today. Maybe you're intrigued, maybe you're confused, maybe you've got questions and we'd love to talk to you about that. Uh, Maybe you're excited and you'd really like to have this gift of light and love for yourself. Amazing, Um, and we definitely like to talk to you about that and pray for you. Anyone that's not been prayed for before, it's not anything strange. We're not gonna make you do a funny dance a promise. Um, It's just a conversation with God, but that can feel really odd the first time you do it, so we'd love to help you with that. You can speak to me, you can speak to Rosie, speak to Pastor Simon, or any of the leadership team, or whoever you came with today. We'd also like to bless every single one of you today to help you remind, be reminded of the joy of (coughs) God this Christmas, so please make sure you take a copy of Mark Greener's wonderful book, Not Just for Christmas. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, And yeah, take that, read it for yourself, maybe share it around. There's going to be copies as you leave. I'm going to pray if I don't start coughing (coughs) and then we're going to sing and that'll be the end of our service. (coughs) Oh goodness. (coughs) Yeah, Lord, I thank you so much that you love us. You loved us so much that you sent your son to be on this earth, to know what it's like to be on this earth and to bless us, to show us what it is to be light and love in our communities. And I pray now as we go back out into the busyness of pre-Christmas preparations that we continue to take time to think about how we can be closer to you, thankful to you, and putting you in the center of what really is a celebration of your love and your light, Lord. I pray that we are light in the community, and I pray for anybody here that's hearing this for the first time, or hearing it all anew today, Lord. I pray that you know that, they know that that you love them so much, that you take away what's gone before, Lord and that you're ready to have a relationship with them and to guide them so that they can shine in their community this Christmas. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.